Welcome, welcome. You are listening to the Faith, Fitness, and Freedom Podcast, and I'm your host, Rebecca Tabert, former overweight, atheist, corporate girl, turned fit over 40, purpose-chasing God girl, and fitness coach entrepreneur. And in this podcast, I get to share with you all things faith and fitness that lead to greater levels of freedom in every aspect of life. Because what I have learned over my last 20 years in my transformational journey and now coaching other women through their own transformations over the last decade is that when we continually cultivate that faith that moves mountains, that greater connection to peace and purpose, and continually work on fitness in both mind and body, that unlocks greater levels of freedom that you probably don't even know are possible from where you sit today. And I'm here to tell you not only is it possible, but it is your kingdom inheritance. You were created on purpose for unique and greater purpose. And we get to discover that and live that out. So let's jump in to today's episode. And for those of you that want to learn more about my own personal journey, I encourage you to go back and listen to episode one. But for now, let's jump into today's episode. All right, let's dive right in because I know you want to hear how you can eat your favorite sugary treats and your favorite carbs and still lose weight. So by the end of this episode, you will have one idea and how you can do that and continue to, or maybe you need to start seeing some results. So when I talk about sugar, I mean sugar as you would naturally kind of expect it to be in terms of, you know, cookies, cakes, candy, those types of things. But when I talk about carbs, I'm also referring to sugar because packaged, uh, what I want to say is, is packaged and processed carbs. A lot of times what I have learned is what women consider to be carbs are actually the processed carbs and, or not necessarily just carbs, but any kind of packaged or processed foods that is going to work against us. So honestly, nutrition is not that complicated. It is as simple as staying as close to the ground or the animal as possible. So I want to empower you with the knowledge of understanding that. It really comes down to as close to the ground or the animal as possible, right? Now, how do you do that and still and still enjoy sugar and more of the processed foods and or carbs and see progress? That's what I'm going to share with you today. Before I get into that and give you the number one thing that worked for me in the very beginning 20 years ago, I do want to be super real with you because it is my responsibility to help educate you along the way with the understanding of sugar is proven time and time again that excess sugar works against us, not only for the number on the scale and the waistline and how comfortable you feel in our skin, but sugar and or packaged processed food and or processed carbs like breads and pastas, those types of things are also having a direct impact on your ability to manage your emotion, to think clearly for your brain health now and optimizing your health for years and 
and years to come. What we do now will impact our choices today, will impact our quality of life well into our 70s and, you know, 80s and and however, you know, we, we could live into our 90s and be fully functioning if we choose to take care of ourselves now. So, one of the advantages in understanding that is that over time, I would encourage you that if you don't give up, your want-tos will change. Having said that, you will know, I do want to make sure I add in that part of the sugar the challenges with sugar, if you talk to or you listen or you follow to any doctor that is more of the naturopath route, so we're not talking about you know uh, Western medicine, they are focused on medications and, and saving lives and, and there's a need for all of that. When you go down the more naturopath route or look at uh, the quality of brain health and mental disorders or Alzheimer's or dementia or even inflammation, sugar is at the root cause of a lot of that. In addition, to that, sugar not only adds to our body fat and or excess carbs or excess um, packaged processed foods, all those things, not only does that add to our waistline, but it is an attractor for certain types of diseases, including cancer. So I am going to share with you how to still incorporate sugar, but I can't do that with good conscience without um, helping you understand that sugar is not just about your waistline. It really is a toxin for our body. And it really is not at some point in time when you are in a place where you want to really focus on optimal health and performance, then you're wanna gonna, you're gonna want to, because your want to will change. You'll want to take a better look at the amount of sugar that you're taking in. Now, having said that, I also know having my own experience 20 years ago, this was true for me, um, and working with thousands of women over the last decade now, uh, in that if we tell ourselves we can't have something, that's exactly what we want. And especially when we're just starting off in our journey, or we've been on a journey for a really long time. It works so many clients that have, feel like they have tried all the things and maybe they lose weight and they put it back on again. It's frustrating. They feel like they don't, it's going to take a lot of time. It's going to take a lot of attention and they feel like they don't have the time because a lot of the women I work with are, are, you know, really high performance. They've got really demanding jobs or family lives or like, they're just super doers. Right. And so when we feel like that, it is, sometimes a block to even get started or start again if we are also telling ourselves, well, that would mean that I have to give up my sugar again. That would mean that I have to give up my treats again and Easter's coming up and Johnny's birthday. And then there's, you know, whatever coming up and there's always something. So we tell ourselves that it's not a good time because you don't want to miss on some sort of event or you tried being crazy restrictive and it backfired and you ended up gaining the weight back and then some. And so then it's frustrating. So the story that we tell ourselves that we can't ever have sugar again, or we can't ever have our favorite, you know, cake or pastry or whatever the case or donuts. Like we tell ourselves, if we tell ourselves we can't ever have that again, it sometimes stops us from ever getting started and or we sit in a battle of yo-yo back and forth. So in today's episode, I'm going to share with you the one thing that I started doing in the very beginning that was actually very helpful for me. 
Um, and I will tell you that this was a place to start and it may be a place for you to start again. It isn't something that I would recommend, um, necessarily for a client in a coaching environment where I'm walking with them side by side and can give them the support and the accountability, right? You may or may not be ready to take action on that, but I'm going to uh, give you this tip today so that you can get over that belief that you would have to give up all your sugar, all your carbs, all the things to either get started or start again. Sound good? All right, so this is what worked for me in the very beginning. When you are first starting out and or you're thinking you want to start again just simply because you're 30, 40, 75 pounds overweight, you know that you feel exhausted all the time, you're tired all the time, and you know that food has a role in that, and you just want to feel good, right? Or heck, maybe you do want to get in shape for the summer, and you want to be able to wear shorts again or tank top again, or even that bathing suit that you haven't worn in years. You're wanting to do something differently, right? One of the things that you, I would encourage you to start with is deferring the want to during the week. So apply, you know, some people call it 80-20. I would say if you're starting out, it might actually mathematically be 90-10 if we want to get technical because what I'm going to encourage you to do is eat as close to the ground or the animal during the week. And as cravings come up for other things, the process, the the breads, the pasta, the packaged stuff, the, 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 the sugars, all those kinds of things, defer it. Don't tell yourself you can't have it. Tell yourself you can have it. And somehow God innately taught me this in the very beginning because in the very beginning, I did spend a lot of time doing my own. And again, if you've not heard my story, go back to episode one. I won't explain it today, but the driving factor for me that got me started, the only thing that made me even want to be open to trying different things was that my want to, my why became strong enough. I had a bottom of the shower moment and I was able to realize the powerful reason why enough was enough for me. And I knew something had to change in that moment. And I started to do the work. And this was part of my initial process. And so in that, I know that for me, God supernaturally started in, stepped in because I didn't have a coach, but God naturally started in. And there's so many different lessons that I get to teach forward now. And I've built a specific process and, and take women through in the 12-week program. And it's such an honor for me to, to work with women in that capacity and, and to be able to teach it forward, right? In that coaching program, one of the things that stands out is, you know, Wendy uh, this week was just excited and elated having tried all the things for so many years and she has hit her next decade as she describes it in her weight. And of course, I won't share with you the weight or the details, but um, something that she has not been able to get a, a grasp on and achieve for years and years and years. And now she is not only experiencing that, but she's learning the specific process and the habits that are setting her up to continually see incremental changes that will empower her to uh, you know, live differently, experience differently. I don't want to go too off on a tangent, but I'm just so grateful that I get to do that. Now, I, I will tell you that one of the things that I that I teach is the understanding of our perception of our food. And it kind of goes into play here, but I want to share with you also the understanding that if you feel like you're in a grip, like you're in a battle, you feel like, man, why can't I just not eat the entire bag of Oreos, right? Or why can I not just 
you know, get away from the sugars and the sweets? Why do I keep going back to that? Why do I keep doing that? There's so many things going on that are far beyond nutrition and workouts. It's actually a, they're both a part of a much bigger process. It's not complicated, but it's something that honestly, most coaches don't talk about. You're not being taught. So how would you know how to do better if you don't know the right process, right? When it comes to nutrition and when it comes to food specifically, I want you to know that you are not crazy if you feel like you're addicted to food. You are not losing it if you feel out of control when it comes to sugary foods or packaged or processed foods. The reality is that when we take in sugar or packaged processed food, uh, processed carbohydrates like the cakes, the cookies, or even breads and pastas, what is happening is that it is one, shooting our blood sugar up really high, which tells our body to release insulin and then move it on. But these really high spikes also create these feel-good hormones in our brain. And so it is a hit. It is a rush. It is a, ooh, that felt good. Challenges is that what goes up really fast is going to come down really fast. So it gives you kind of this high and then your body crashes and it wants more. So it is legitimate that you are in a cycle of craving or addiction and it is hard to break that cycle, especially without the right support, the right tools and the right accountability, right? One of the first steps in understanding is the ability to say, I can choose to have whatever I want. I'm choosing not to have that now. And so in the very beginning, I started with that. And that was anything that I wanted during the week that wasn't as close to the ground or the animal as possible, I would defer until a Saturday. And then when Saturday came, I'd have a list of, you know, five or 10 things that I had craved during the week. And then I'd have whatever I wanted. And in order to provide flexibility within my plan, if I was, if I had a social event on a Friday night, that became my night that I did or ate whatever I wanted, right? Or maybe it was a Thursday. And so it was flexible and it allowed me to still enjoy the sugar. It allowed me to still enjoy the cravings. I just deferred them. Now there's a method to the madness as to why you're stacking it on a single day versus having it throughout all the week. I'm not going to bore you with the details here, but I will tell you this, and it's a caution in that I, it took me, my original process of really getting to a healthy weight and being in a body, I did end up with a body I never expected, but man, it completely transformed my life in so many um, levels far above and beyond the number of the scale in a, in a body that I was like rocking confident in. Uh, it took me that long though, because part of the challenge in this method is that because the response and the need and the craving and the high for sugary foods is very real, it is often a challenge to stick with just enjoying whatever you want on that day, right? And ultimately over time, yes, your want to's change. And so ultimately over time, I, you know, I would get to that day and maybe it was only one thing. And then it became very more, much more strategic. And again, I'm trying to stay on point, so I won't go into it, but there was a process. It took me a lot longer. Whereas now I get to move clients through that process. One, I, I do my own, um, my want to's have changed. So my nutrition has changed. And I now as a coach, again, you can listen to the story of, um, 
in episode one. But now as a coach, I get to empower women to make their process, you know, give them a proven roadmap, make it simpler, give them the support and the accountability so that their process does not take as long. Because when you start with this, it will be natural and to be expected if you have cravings for the next couple of days. So for me personally, that meant that some days that Saturday didn't end on a Saturday. It meant that, you know, sometimes I would, you know, white knuckle it on a Sunday and still and get right back on track. And then I'd fall into the cycle again on Monday or Tuesday. So it was a much longer process for me um, in doing it this way. But it is a tip. It is a solution that can help you get started, especially if one of your mental blocks is that you feel like you'll always have to give that up right? That you'll always have to give up your sugar, your processed, your packaged foods and all that good stuff. And I will tell you this, just again, in all truth, and I don't want you to ever beat yourself up for thinking that you can't do something, right? I will tell you that I fully believe in the power of coaching. I'll tell you that as much as I believe in the power of coaching, some of my business coaches, which I am very thankful for, um, I continue to invest in coaching over the last over the last decade, especially as a um, you know in all aspects of life. But even in business coaching, some of my business coaches will say, "Rebecca, you give away way too much information, right? You give away too many tips." But this is the thing that I know is true for me: is that one, I was searching in the beginning, right, and two. I know, and I found this to be true with the thousands of clients that I've helped over the last decade, is that you have to be in a place where you recognize that you're not doing it on your own, right? That Because you can be an information gatherer. You can gather all the information. You can try all the fads. You can try all the quick fixes. You can listen to all the tips, but it is hard to put it into action on your own. And it is hard to continue to battle and suffer. So I know that, one, I can't possibly, even if I wanted to, I could not even possibly um, coach you through these episodes and through our community um, to the extent in which I coach my clients. I assure you they get a lot more um, information and a lot more coaching and a lot more tools and a specific process that they get to walk through and I get to walk them through um, to expedite their journey and expedite their results and deliver results that they have not ever experienced or haven't, you know, achieved in many, many years. And I'm so thankful to be part of that process. And I know that that can't happen just by listening alone. So I'm going to caution you too, that when you are committed about making a change, there's always going to be that option for you. You might be able to do it on your own, just like I did. You know, it took me a couple of years, right? And maybe you'll be part of that, you know, it's really a low percent. I was going to say top 1% and it just sounds so harsh, but unfortunately it's true that maybe can get through your process on your own, right? The other 90, 95% of us invest in coaching because we know that the power of having that support and that accountability, the power of being seen, being heard and having the guidance that says, I've been there, I've done that, let me show you the way. There is value in that, sister. 
All right, so bye for now, but I hope that this episode was helpful. If you found that it was helpful, then please do comment, give the podcast a review. I'd love to hear from you. You can always email your questions, your ideas, um, help me know what's helping you and or what to present to you on future podcasts. So you can email me at Rebecca at RebeccaTabert.com. I also want to invite you to enjoy or to um, uh, come join us at our Faith, Fitness, and Freedom community on Facebook, where I'm on there on a regular basis, giving you about more tips and tools and motivation and inspiration and all the things. Um, and we would love to have you join us there on Facebook. And we will talk to you in the near future. Bye for now.